Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone. Um, I, if you want to know how my day is going, I've just walked up the garden path to the studio and bent down to rescue what I thought was an ailing bumblebee and it turned out to be a lump of bird shit. So there we go. Anyway, over to Ambridge. Well, we knew it was coming. Like an inexorable wheel of cheese rolling toward us down Lakey Hill, we had to visit lockdown with the Bridge Farm crew. Bearing in mind all of them live in a sort of mental Royston Vasey anywhere, I wouldn't have thought it was that much of a leap for them, but clearly it was. We began the week with Helen writing an email. Helen is the only person who doesn't move her lips when she's reading, but when she's writing. She was making a right pig's ear out of emailing someone to ask for some milk bottles. I don't know who he was. Maybe she's just emailing people at random like a Nigerian prince anxious to share his inheritance. She was being very self-critical, which was interesting, as it showed that Helen finds herself as irritating as we do. Her relationship with Lee was proving interesting during lockdown, she felt. She said lying in bed with a laptop beside her was just not the same as having Lee next to her. Well, obviously, a laptop is thin and hard and makes funny noises. Oh, I don't know, though. She came to the strange marketing decision that the best way to shift all the extra milk and cheese she had left was not to go on the radio and talk about the fact that she had lots of milk and cheese left in case anyone wanted any of her leftover milk and cheese. This decision meant that we all reached the unlikely conclusion that Tom was the brains of that family. God help them. Talking of Tom, he was desperate for bridge fresh drivers. Poor buggers paid minimum wage to go hurtling round country lanes in vans with a fibreglass sweet corn cob wobbling around on top with one leek and a raspberry yoghurt rolling around in the back. He was basking in his success, which he believes he is entitled to after how much effort me and Natasha put into developing the app. Thomas Archer, you massive fibber. She did all the work and you went to one meeting, had a row and left. He's also, like the charitable philanthropist he is, whacked his prices up. Pat does not approve of this because she believes in charity, but not actually carrying on doing the charity when it gets a bit stressful or boring. You all right at the back of that car, Alwyn? Goodo. Now, as we've said before, all the minor decisions at Bridge Farm, like shall we have a magnum, there are two raspberry ones left, require a three-hour family meeting and a business plan. Pretty big decisions, like shall we just spontaneously start putting our name to the delivery of any old shite that's been knocked up in someone's grubby kitchen, Get the nod without a second thought. So Bridge Farm is now delivering Eddie's unlicensed cider. Made in a bucket, sieved through Joey's combinations and stored in the portaloo for convenience. Well, I can't see any problem there with the food hygiene people, the licensing people, trading standards. No, carry on there, Thomas, my boy. Let's see how far we get into lockdown before people start going blind. Tony has joined ZZ Top. We were in the bath with him, I think, which was worrying, particularly as we were down the tap end. 
Pat was getting very annoyed about his bristles, which didn't seem very fair, as Tony puts up with hers. He was being very strident about Helen and saying that she needed to make up her own mind. This is a man who needs to be told how and when to have a shave. Uh, Pat's got stipulations, Tony said. It's fine. I think chemist is still open. You might just have to queue. We had a conversation with Natasha and her mobile phone and discovered two useful things, that her dad has bipolar disorder and that she hasn't worn makeup since lockdown started. Natasha, love most of us haven't worn shoes or a bra or deodorant since it started, so that's nothing to brag about. Johnny is being forced against his will to do things with leaks by Tom. The cows were bulling and the bulls were cowing and the Montes were mounting, so he decided to distract himself by shaving all his remaining hair off. Ever anxious to get more attention, Tony then declared that he shaved his head for the Burns unit. Oh, Tony, the Burns unit doesn't want your old hair. Anyway, then he panicked a bit that he'd started a trend and was concerned that Borchester would be overrun with skinheads. No, it won't, Tony. They'll all get into coaches, come down here and wee on the national monuments that they're desperate to save. Helen then did an abrupt volta fast and went on the radio with Susan to talk about cheese and its benefit in sex for the over-60s. The episode was called Going Carefully, How to Go from a Soft Skin to a Hard Rind. We were fortunate enough to be able to listen to Helen's piece on Radio Borchester and it was, without doubt, the single most toe-curling segment I have ever heard on The Archers and that, ladies and gentlemen, is saying something. Now, however annoying and self-centred she is, and no matter how much I wanted to have to switch places with Emma for just one day, I was genuinely pleased when I thought how Helen had got away from Titchinob, and as we heard her happily watching her children splashing around in the poo swamp at Bridge Farm, I did warm to her for a little tiny bit. Then she started tossing on about damselflies, and I wanted to push her in again. Ah, Helen, you bring out the contrarian in all of us. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 